Everybody with Adrianosaurus. It's really close to Christmas time, isn't it? We're here on the 23rd of December. Everyone's probably running around like headless chooks. We got a short turnaround between round two and round three, the BBL Supercoach. So here's an express potty by Ado, where we're just going to go over the basics. Um, I'll go over the, my drunken notes <laughs> that I typed to myself over the round. Who knows how those those bad boys land out because I probably get bored halfway through the round and don't do anything. Uh, I'll go over how I'm sort of tracking for the year and how I've scored, um, what my trades are going to look like. Um, I'll answer a few questions that have come through to the socials uh, and we'll probably have a look at the trade trends, get a bit of a you know, a bit of ADO opinion on whether I like them, don't like them, whether any are odd to me or not. Um, but we'll make it an express potty because we've obviously got a short turnaround. If you're like me, you probably have a thing or two to grab still for Christmas. Might as well kick this bad boy off with how I went for the week. Getting to know you. Oh, okay. Let's get to know Ado. Well, I had a good round, actually, and I've got off to a nice start um, BBL overall-wise. So let's talk about the round that was. Uh, I had a pretty bloody good round, I must say so myself. 1,253 for me. Um, now, that has seen me jump up nicely in rank 578 spots. Uh, and my season rank, I'm into the top uh, two... 250 now, which is pretty nice. I'm in 209th overall, so Ado's off to a pretty good bloody start. Oh, see, that's all i got to do. Not listen to any of the podcasts and just make, you know, first decision I make, just keep it. You know, I'm not hesitating as much as I usually do when I play Supercoach. I always doubt myself and change things last second. Now I'm just going in with a clear mind, probably because of the busyness of Christmas. I'm just sort of making my trades and then just going out into my day and sort of, you know, forgetting about it. And it's working a treat for me so far. Um, look, I didn't have everything go my way in that nice score as well uh, because, you know, I had some low scores in there, underperforming uh, players in the round that I'd sort of gone with. Um, probably Connolly, who was good in the first round was one that I played myself the way everything landed he finished on a six which was disappointing uh and Joe Clark well I've got him in my drunken notes which we'll go over shortly but he's finished on a seven uh and look at some hard questions I guess for people uh heading into this round where we've got the stars and the renegades in this short turnaround early kickoff for the first game so hopefully a lot of people don't get caught out but Joe Clark is a discussion point obviously being a renegade so um um, he was a disappointing one for me. Um, look, Jai Richardson, very unheard of for him to get the tonk, and he did. 21 points for him. Um, look, they're coming up on a bye as well. So, unfortunately, you know, that's probably, you know, I mean, look, you could hold him all year round if you want. But, look, you, I, I, all I'll say is that they're, they're coming up on a bye, aren't they? The Scorchers. So, you know, you've got Aaron Hardy, who's very keepable as well as a player and, and a lot of us will have Cooper Connolly as well so you might have to make a decision unfortunately on someone like a Jai Richardson that 21 there probably sees a nice price drop for him um, as well to 200,000 and he's up against you know a pretty decent break even of 145 this game so you might get him cheaper next round and you might move him on if you didn't really have loads of heat or strikers players I dare say that um, a lot of us have had heaps of strikers just with them being the only ones on 
on the double. They're probably having to move on other people ahead of um, Jai. But there you go, eh? Um, those were probably the scores for me that were a little disappointing. Um, look, I, I I did the VC loop, which was, you know, I think a bit of a no-brainer getting Matt Short on the VC. Um, I went with Overton, and, and, and a lot of people did. He was a very good pick for people. Um, you know, I think in the questions there, I've got some questions on strikers, which I'll answer when I get to them. Um, but those are the things that sort of went well for me there. I pulled some decent enough strings on the bench as well. I actually did use a loop. Um, my main reason was thanks to good friend of the Adriana Soros show, Dr. Gando from the Supercoach Hub, pointed out that I was going to have too many um, in my original trade plans from last week, and I would have you know, too many bench NPRs this week. So I just made an early move. Now, I don't know if the move is great because we haven't seen it named for the stars, and they've been absolutely bloody wretched, haven't they, the stars? Um, but I went to Paris. I, I liked what I saw from him, and I know he's had a bit of injury problems in the past, but I didn't want to go one of the Pakistani blokes who, from my research, I, from what I've seen in the traps, are not going to be here for um, the second game or something. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is Ada who doesn't do any bloody preparation. Um, so, look, I just went with Paris because I just felt like he was one that I... If he's not injured, he's a good bowler. And I think they'll probably pick him. I know that Nathan Coulton-Nile picked up an injury as well. So I was one um, that brought him in early last week as a number for this week to get rid of one of my Heat players, which I was carrying too many of them and strikers. Uh, and this week, obviously, I've moved on strikers. So look, I'm off to a pretty good start. In, you know, around that top 200 spot is, an, is a nice place after two rounds. You, and, and you've got to give yourself a, a pat on the back, haven't you, Ado? Thank you. Finally, the, the cheering for me, the clapping. I'm your host, Adrianosaurus, and welcome to tonight's news. All right, let's go check in with this loose unit, Ado, uh, on the beers and see what he wrote down. It might only be the first two games, knowing me. I probably got bored after that. Uh, Matt large what a weapon that's my play on words for Matt Short he's not short at all he's an absolute weapon 270 points for Matt Short uh, averaging just a casual 135 for, for the year. Look, the strikers are off into the buy. So um, if you're like me, you had more than three of them. There's probably other ones that you want to sell because, look, let's be honest, you just don't want to go too many rounds this year without Matt Short in your team. So I'm just going to sit him. Yes, it's a lot of money on your bench. And if you're in a bit of dire straits now, maybe you've got to generate more money to make some decent trades this week. Um, but I'm just going to sell everyone else. You know, everyone else and hold Matt Short. I, I, he's just too valuable a piece. Why trade him out when you're just going to want to get him straight back in? And even a round that goes by where I, he's playing and I don't have him in my team, I'm going to be too upset that I don't have Matt, have, have Matt Short. So I'm going to I'm gonna get him uh, on the bench, I reckon, for me, for this round. Each to their own. If you need the money, you know, go for it. If you haven't forward planned enough, you know, sell him, but you gonna just want to get him straight back in. It'd just be a one-week play probably. Uh, look, Jamie Overton, I might as well mention him in there as well. Um, the big fellas had a ripping round. He finished with 195. It was a bit of um, do you go him or not, and I sort of went with him at the 125 or whatever because I'd seen some of the results in pro, pro, other tournaments around the place, and, and I like that, um, you know, 
team lineup sort of had him sitting there in a pretty decent um, spot in their lineup. Now, there's a case to maybe hold him as well, if you like, if you can, um, because he's got a beautiful negative break even as well. So, uh, Paul Walter, Paul, tall Paul. That's what I wrote down. Ada, you're getting tall for Paul. What a weapon he is, eh? Tall Paul. Uh, 152 points for him. Got the plane out and everything as well. The big big arrow play yeah what a weapon uh but look he's been good 152 uh points for him he's up to 155k he's made a nice 50k early doors uh for bbl super coach and look you could probably move him on or you know i just think matt short him are probably ones a whole overton has a really nice negative break even but all three of those um are on the buy and i could make a case to hold any of them you know really um but if i were choosing and i had paul walter jamie overton um and matt short i'd probably sell oh it's so tough isn't it i'd probably sell Overton and for Matt Short's the one I wouldn't sell. Let's put it that way. Aaron Hardy, what an absolute weapon he was. I started with him in round one. I held him in round two, even though one of my trade scenarios looked like um, maybe moving him on, but I kept him. He's um, belted out 130 in that, averaging 71 for the year. He, he He's... Um, you know, looking more Sam's like the Sam's, if you know what I mean. So I've got him in, and I'm really happy to have you in my team. Chris Jordan, what a bloody display from the import, eh? Look, everyone's going to be knee-jerk sort of bringing him in. They look in all sorts, really, the Hurricanes too, really, for a lineup. Um, but Chris Jordan was very good. He's just come in and absolutely belted it everywhere, every which way. And he's a gun fielder, you know, an expert bowler, really, for that format as well. But look... I don't know. I'm just going to play the doubles and all that sort of stuff and and, and, the, and the funds. And I at 126,000, having got up nearly 20 grand, he's, um, you know, he, he, well, look, those figures look a little better than he's done in the past in the BBL. Let's put it that way. So I won't be rushing to get him in. Jason Berendorf, he's the other ton getter from the round. Um, good old reliable. He's up to 195 right now. How many people? 12% of people own him because he's just so reliable. He finished with 113 over the double as well. Um, look, Darcy Short surprised, I guess, people for... You know, he's not worth a lot and not really holding much expectation of him. I think I had him on the bench, but I did loop him in. Um, 94 for him, um, which was good. Look, Cheek Fraser McGurk was good one game, which, you know, finished with 9, 90. I thought Zach Crawley looked great um, in his first outing as well. He's 135,000 and, you know, on a non-sort of double game player. You know, I'd be tempted by him if they weren't into the bye next round. Um, Jordan Silk, good old reliable as well there with 91. It was a bit of a low round. I went with David Payne. Um, you know, he's uh, at 140K, and you move him straight on after he's showing. Look, finished with 86. So if I'm going to celebrate, um, you know, 100 from Berendorf, you know, but it's not that far behind, is it? Um, Payne, but look, you can move him on happily, I reckon, uh, for next round. Um, look, those those were my notes on, on that one. What else did I write in here? Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I said. Jordan served a slice of FU pie to Jai. <laughs> that was my drunken notes. Um, hits a big one, doesn't he, Hardy? We obviously went over him in the good scores. Crawley, I mentioned as well. I gave him a big green tick and said he looks the goods. Big lump of a thing, just smashing the ball everywhere. Um, if they weren't into the bye, mate, I'd probably be trying to grab him. Myself, I'll be targeting him after it. How long's a year for? Uh, currently unavailable. <laughs> Have I got any laughing on here? Because it's funny. It's a bit of a dad joke. He's playing words. Yep, soundboard said it was funny. So let's give it to him, eh? Funny. Currently unavailable because I'm a pelican. 
<laughs> Here's more of Ado's drinking uh, notes. Um, I said, De Croc or Joe Crap? <laughs> As you keep it for this round, look, um, look, both of these guys are X Factor people. I've got a, probably the same mould as Munro. You know, if they come off, they both go at an absolute ripping clip. Oh, mate, DeCock, he looked like a number 11 out there fishing around out wide outside off stump. Look, he's an absolute pedigree player. He's an X-factor player. So the same way I see Munro, I see DeCock. You know, if you're not feeling confident about him, um, you know, you can get him in and put him on a bench loop if you're not confident. I'm not confident on Joe Clark either from what I saw, but they are two players who play for the Renegades. They're up the top of the order. And... Uh, if I was picking between the two of them, I certainly know I'd pick probably De Cock, uh, De Cock sorry, um, based on his recent form in the lead-up to the BBL. Uh, and give him a game to warm up, eh? Um, I reckon he'll be good um, if to have in the double. And if you don't own him, buy a, you know, a voider, you know, beware. Because he can go large as... Looked awful in that round. So, look, he's, he's he, he can fade him, I, I reckon. And it could be one that you really get to... Sp- put salt into the old wounds of people that have decock or bring decock in. Um, but I just think mathematically it's more likely that he'll go off in one of those games and you'll regret it if you don't uh, have him in your team. Joe Clark, I wouldn't be rushing 100, but I'd probably get a bowler. You know, don't get him in and decock. If you haven't got either of them, just grab decock, I reckon, just on pedigree, world stage sort of stuff. And even just he's got better X Factor. You know, I reckon. Not that he's not talented Joe Clark. You know, I've got, I've got a soft spot for him. Now, I have them both because I was forward planning, wasn't I? And they look like rubbish. Uh, anyway, I should move on. I'll get onto a tangent in the early mornings. Uh, Gades on the double uh, in three. And do we want um, Do we want them? Yeah, look. Um, look, there's a couple of options that will go in there. I'll have a look at the trade trends very quickly and we'll go over and I'll talk about them and, and who I've sort of brought in, who are the targets. But there's some that are probably underperforming on what we'd hope for as targets. You know, you've got Pedigree and Zampa and Richo, um, Kane Variety. Uh, you know, you've got Majib in there as well. Um, Tom Rogers, you know, seemed to find a little bit of form last. There's a few options in the, the gates, but the poor old stars are going like an absolute bastard. And... You know, last round I used a loop because I had too many strikers and, and heat players to just get Joel Paris in. I thought if he's a talented bowler, big tall unit, if he's healthy, Nathan Coulson-Isle's got an injury as well. So as long as he stays healthy, maybe I'll stash him in there. Um, but I mean, I don't even know how they're going to line up, to be honest, <laughs> because they're an absolute going like a wretched... Uh, look, so he's in there, but you know, like you, you've got options that you can go this round. I wouldn't probably overload too heavily on stars. Even Renegades haven't looked the greatest, but I probably am leaning towards Gades targets. People probably already got a Fraser McGurk or whatever, but yeah, and like I said, like you think of Munro, I'd probably think of um, Quentin de Cock like that. Give him a game to warm up, and you know, there's still a few good pickable options I reckon for the round, and and you know, I'm in 200th, and I'm probably going to just hit it hard. I'm not going to bring in three. Um, stri- or stars or, or, or gates, I think, this week. But I'm going to probably set myself up with some assurance on the bench, I think, is probably going to, for loops, is going to be my plan. Uh, great. Fraser McGurk, I wrote. Um, oh, I'm tall for Paul. I already went over. Short is too awesome to get a short mention. <laughs> what a weapon. That's all the notes that I put in for the week. Um, who is my first traded? Um, that's a good question because we're just moving into the questions. Um, look, I absolutely got rid of David Payne early. Look, it was only 86 over the two, average of 43. He looked shit. 
somehow he still scraped his way to a decent enough score, but I'm getting rid of him. I never wanted to hold him all year long. Um, you know, and essentially when I went in, it was him, and I was like, well, I'll hold maybe one of them, it looks like, out of Overton uh, and, and Payne. So... Uh, I think that he's got a nice negative break even over it and he's scoring better. Looks like he's got a better role in the team. Uh, and, I, and I've kept him personally and I've moved on David Payne who just didn't look the goods to me. Uh, look, Darcy Short looked good in one game, looked pretty average in the second one. He's not worth a lot as well, but I mean, just move him on if you want to because... Um, Look, it was an okay enough score. I think, what did he average? It was got a 90 or whatever, a 94. So that's a good score. You could hold him there and hope that he's more like the good game that he had. But look, they're into the buy this week. And, you know, at his price, it's it's close enough to get a 100K if you've got a couple of dollars in the bank. So move him on if you were stupid like me and you stash Manenti on the bench. And then, of course, they go and give it off to Boyce. Move him on as well. You know, like get rid of your strikers. Get rid of your heat. Um, in the heat... Walter's probably the only one I'd really consider holding. I'd move everyone else on. Munro's probably one you could hold, but he'll be volatile. Uh, Tall Paul, I, I think he'd be a hard trade if you if you had him. And like I said, Overton would be hard as well for the strikers. Matt Short, I'm going to put him as the most valuable piece that I'm not going to move. I'm going to hold him and Overton probably, um, you know, and, and each to their own of which ones you want to hold, but they're all holdable for sure, for sure. Matt Short hold, I said do it. Now, I'm in the pro hold because you're just going to want to get him straight back. Is Zampa Majib or Richo? Um, look, Zamps was in very good form. It came off a little bit of a break. Um, didn't really have the most amazing game in recent times. But look, on pedigree, there are three names I think that is uh, you know that absolutely fulfill that word. They've, they've got pedigree. Richo looks like he's getting a bit of the tonk as well, but he bowls in the good parts of the game, and he's cheap as bloody chips. Majib is cheap as chips. Zamp is, you know, around the price he started at. So, yeah, I'd be happy to get one of them. Look, out of the, all of them, I'd probably go uh, Majib least. You know, he looked pretty up for it in, in the recent game, and I don't think he's the terrible, terrible pick. You probably just get a good old safe score, you know, probably 90 over the two games or whatever. Um, look, I just feel like X-Factor players, I think Richo could get a one, you know, which leads into another wicket, into another wicket, you know. Uh, and Zampa, we know he's class and he can come in at the, you know, right time in the game and, and get a wicket for captain. So, um, look, I'd probably take a punt on them, Zampa and Richo on their high-class pedigree. And Majib is a world-standard bowler as well, so I don't hate all of them. I just feel like, um, you know, Richo... In the past, if you didn't own him going into a Gades double, it was crazy chat. Yeah, so he has started slow and hasn't looked, you know, quite himself. Um, but on his pedigree alone, you know, sure, it's just around the corner. Uh, and Zampa will be good and um, safe, I think, for, you know, for 40 over two games. You know, and he may, he's got it in him to, to, to get a bag as well because he's a world-class bowler. So go any of him if you like. Clark and DeCock, do you fade him? Uh, look, oh, I said if I was having to pick one, I'd go to Cock because I just feel like he's got more X factor. I feel like he's more world stage. Uh, he scares me more to watch. But, you know, I feel like if you do go to Cock, for instance, and you bring him in, even though he looked like a dusty old thing out there in recent game, um, you know, Clark will be the one that goes on and scores a monster score over the double and you'll have to cock but you won't bring in Clark I'm stupid and have them both um, so you know uh, you can fade I would oh mate 
it's Christmas time. Don't stress yourself out anymore. Uh, don't fade the cock into this double, surely. Um, player of interest in the non-double, I did mention uh, Crawley. He looks uh, he looks like Mitch Mash. Those bloody scorchers, they're hard to beat. Um, but look, they're into the buy into next round. If you wanted a one-week play, I reckon old mate Crawley could go large as this week. I reckon he's going, oh, there it is. I'm going to call it. He's going to score a ton this week, Crawley. We'll see if I'm going to say that on the show. I should bring him in, shouldn't I? No, because i got to buy into the next round, so I won't be doing I'll probably look, you know, how long is he around for in the tournament? He looks bloody good. I'll, I'll have me bloody eye on him if, <laughs> after their buy. Uh, what else have you got? Who are the bench loops? Well, look, I've you'll have a look at my lineup as it sits when we finish the show, um, and I've got some people I don't trust on the bench for loops because, mate, uh, you know, they can go bomb, fail, fail quite easily. I'm looking at you, Stoin. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll go over my lineup. So let's have a look at the trends of where everyone's trading. I'll give you a yay or nay just very quickly on whether I like it or not. I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. Right, oh, you're crazy. Let's have a look at uh, the trends uh, for this round. It should be skewed towards the double, shouldn't it? So let's have a look. Um, the number one on the list is Jake Fraser McGurk. He was um, good in one of the games there recently. He's up to 98,000. He is affordable. Looks like the role's going to continue to be good in that team. I know that um, Sean March can't be too far around the corner. He's got it. Is he going to get affected eventually when Sean Marsh comes in, or are they just going to go with the youth? Look, at the moment, things are looking good for him. Uh, and, and look, he's into a double this week, and I think the role will stay good in this round at least. So I, I see why people are getting it. If, if if it lands nicely on your three trades, he's a perfect one to bring in. Looks an excitement machine. Um, so boom, get him in. We talked about Decock. He seemed the same as Munro. Too much class. You get him quite a bit cheaper on his starting price. Um, and he is one of the big fish. You know, if I didn't own Maxwell or Decock or Sutherland, Probably those are the ones that I would insist that I have in my team going into this round. Maxi, people are bringing him in. It looks like he's tracking to be ready to go for the game. Uh, his first game up, he's the perfect kind of candidate for a VC Maxwell, and he's pretty much a scary watch if you don't, uh, you know, put a VC on him. Uh, he's he's a hard. You know, fade, isn't he? Um, Will Sutherland, look, the Chief looks good. He's a very good role in the team. Um, even if one of the things doesn't come off, he's certainly good across all, um, you know, parts of the game. So he's scoring pretty well, if if I don't mind say so myself. So people are bringing him in. Uh, and if you're looking for Gates targets, like I said, Maxwell, DeCock, um, you know, uh, uh, sorry, and, and Stars tr targets. I think DeCock, Maxwell and Sutherland are probably right up um, high on the list. Uh, I was keen on Bo Webster as, at a point as well. Surely he's back into the team, isn't he? Did he play last round? I don't know. People are bringing him in though, so good on you. Ah, yeah. All right, so those are the trends. I, I feel like I agree with all of those. The next one on this is Marcus Stoinis and mate, I couldn't find myself a way to bring him in. Get Majib instead. What's doing scored? Oh, 28. I've got him in the team. Um, mate, why don't you just be ballsy if you're going to bring in Stoin and put the VC on him? I don't know. I just don't look love the role in the team. He looks like he's only doing bits and stuff, isn't he? Um, Stoin, but look, that's just the kind of time that Stoin will hurt you. He's not all that expensive. Would you get Fraser McGurk ahead of Stoin? You know, probably. Pay an extra 40k and get to cock. He's up the top of the order, mate, and he's keeping... I mean, like, I don't know. I just... You know, I own Stoy and I got him. You know, but I'm, I'm not loving it. 
I don't know if I'd be bringing him in. Hilton Cartwright, you know, with Maxwell back in the team um, and, you know, bigger fish sort of Stoyd and, and, and Maxie and, and that I just – and Ralph – I, I don't know. I just don't know if it's there for him this round. He's been a really good one that comes in and saves them when they sort of fall to shreds. But I don't know if I'd be bringing him in myself either because with Maxi back on deck, maybe he just bats a bit low. I don't think he's going to bowl, really. Most likely either. He's a gun fielder, though. Uh, I just don't know if there's enough there um, for me. Majib. Look, Majib was pretty good last round. People are bringing him in. Um, and look, I don't hate it at 103. I'd probably prefer it than bloody Stoinis. Look, what did Majib do? He got a 68 in the last round. It was an eighth round before. So Majib, he's more of an economy bowler, but he looked like he was up for the battle and he's sort of doing a couple of old fist bumps, a bit of stare downs and that. I like Majib's energy. I think he might take some wickets this round. But that's what I'm telling myself anyway. I didn't bring him in though, by the way. Uh, but... Look, it makes sense to me that people are just getting a piece that is affordable. Let me see, if, would I prefer Majib to Hilton? Probably, because I just think Hilton's role is going to get worse. Stoyne, I think maybe Majib beat a bowl. You know, I don't know if Stoyne's going to bowl many overs or he's going to bat high enough. Um, yes, I'd get Maxi ahead of him. You know, I'd probably get Tukok ahead of him. Um, you know, even Fraserberg, Irk, probably, you know. So, look, that, that's my opinion anyway. Uh, Cam Bancroft, people are getting him in. He had a ripping round last round, but I don't know if... Oh, yeah, they got a double next round. So, people probably getting forward planning on next round. Worried that Bancroft might get out of uh, hand because he's got a 21 break even. Um, Melbourne Stars outfit as well. He might People might fancy him against them. He's been in terrific form. I think he's probably going to go back into that test. Started with a 35 into a 94. I don't hate it for, for the forward players if you've got off to a good start. It just seems a little odd in there. I mean, obviously, everyone else is all stars and renegades, which makes sense. Um, You know, Bancroft looked good, and he's relevant, and I guess I liked Crawley, too, and he's going into a buy next round, so why wouldn't I like Bancroft, too? It looks really good to me. Uh, looks like he's got all of his game together, doesn't he? Um, bangers. So, yeah, oh, look, Bo Webster, I did say I was interested in him uh, at the start of the year. Bats, bowls. I just, uh, you know, there's... Players in the team, I just, you know, every game I think Maxwell will bowl spin before they hand it over to him. You know, he's coming off a four. He's got a break even of 143. So if he doesn't fire in this double, and, you know, I would probably, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, get get the cock ahead of him and get Maxwell and Sutherland, you know. Then maybe if you wanted to get another slice of a player, grab a Bo Webster. Look, he certainly had a breakout year last year. I think he's got some talent with bat ball and in the field. So uh, if you think the Stars are going to turn the corner, good on you. Go for it. People are correcting mistakes on Aaron Hardy. 189,000. He's been um, terrific. He's got a lovely role in the team. 85 and 130 batting looks crisp and lovely. People are grabbing Liam Dawson. Um, yeah. I mean, what's he done? 73. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is he, is he here for both the games? And then, yeah, look, do it. Do what you do. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, look, I had to make changes and boost last week and go take a punt on Paris on the bench because uh, Chaudhary played and he played well, by the way. So I've got him in there, which is one NPR going off the TV fish with a 57. People are bringing him in, but I don't know if the they're too relevant, those Hobart Hurricanes, too. Zamps, obviously, goes without saying. Zamps, he's, he's not looking as terrific as we'd hoped, I I, I feel. Sorry, Zamps. Um, but he is class. Uh, as is Harris Ralph, who's looked out of sorts, in my opinion. 120K for Harris Ralph. He could just clean up a tail. You know, who, who knows? I mean, take a punt on him. 
Um, but there's a couple of other names in there that I don't um, hate as well. Um, I don't hate the name Tom Rogers, who seemed to be up and about last game after a bit of a small, smallish start, but he's got 45 and 42. So I think if you want someone who's going to score 90 over the two round, I just went with someone a little cheaper, you know, with probably a little bit more class and pedigree over the history, and that is Kay Richardson. So instead of 240s, he's got 220s, a 26 and a 26 to be exact. But I've got him in. Um, I don't mind Mark Steckity if he's named as well to come into that team at 118,000. That's the thing. There's some really good bowling pedigree. And Tom Rogers, maybe not the pedigree, but in recent years has been very good. Looked like he was up and about last round. Uh, people see, you know, I'm bringing in Zach Crawley. Sam Harper, oh, mate. Oh, you know, if you want to start him in your starting lineup, you're braver than me. Um, Mura, Osama Mura was good, um, but I don't even know if he's going to be here for the two games of their double, is he? Honeyball BBL, don't quote Ado on it because I don't I don't do enough research. Like I mentioned, Joe Clark and them, <sighs> mate, brave person, you know, go going one of them in your starting lineup as well. Look, like I said, I pick um, Quentin Cock over Joe Clark, but it could likely be the other way around as well. There'll be targets, and at 109k, you know, you're going to grab him or you're going to grab you know a bloody. You know, Crane Richardson or a Steckity or a Tom. I'd probably just always like to, you know, go with a bowler personally. So I'd make a decision between the cock and Clark and, and pick one of them and then go one of the bowlers. That's that's my thinking, I guess, in a way. I'm going to leave it at that because I can't be bothered to answer any more questions. The team and, and who my trades are in this short turnaround week, uh, you know, into round three. I have traded out my Adelaide strikers, Darcy Short. I've seen enough. It was hit and miss and uh, look... You know, I don't think it's an emergency trade, but selling these, you know, average pieces and still bringing in what I think are pretty good trades, I'm happy enough to do. Move on, Darcy Short. You just had him at the start of the year because he was cheap and you can have him on your bench ready for this round. That round's done. He scored okay. Bye-bye. I'm moving him on. I stupidly thought Menenti might get the run and he's beating there on the bench. But at least I've got Chaudhry. I could keep Menenti as an NPR. But look, I don't believe in NPRs exclusively. Do it if you've got a great bench score and you need to do it. You know, I'll hold a trade up your sleeve. But anyway, I'm getting rid of Menenti. It was a mistake and I can accept that because I'm a big man and I don't mind accepting my vulnerabilities and my failures. Uh, Anyway, uh, David Payne, I talked about him at the start of the show. Get rid of him, 140K. So those are my three trades out. My trades in were Quentin Dercock. I've brought him in, 147,000, very cheap for him. Looked like Glenn McGrath out there, left-handed. Glenn McGrath, who was a left-hander? Oh, he's not as good as Gillespie. You know, did he put it back left hand? No, he batted right handed, I think. Uh, anyway, he looks terrible. And he, but I, I think he's an X factor in the same mold, probably the same price point that Munro started out in the double. If you're not 100% sold onto Cockney, been on your bench. He's a world class player. Uh, look, I brought in Kane Richardson. Yes, it's been underwhelming um, to start the year with those 226s, but you just know his pedigree. Both of those are a wicket. He's been getting the tonk a little bit as well, but maybe if he gets two. You know, up it to two. Richo over this round. He's just got, you know, credit. He's got some credit on the board for me to take a punt on. Uh, Bowls in the right parts of the game to jag a couple of wickets. And we just got to hope for that alone, that they go on the tonk at the end of the game. Richo's just throwing up, you know, pies. But they're still going to fielders and they're lacing them to, to fielders for catches and we're getting wickets, you know. Um, and that's that's the thing. I'm picking between sort of him, Zampa, um, Majib, and I just go Richo, Death Bowler. Might be some more wickets in there, so I'm going to grab him. Um, and the third one, which is a bit of an interesting one for 
Potato. I brought in Ben McDermott. Now, he's had an absolute bloody wretched round. He's hugely highly owed. He scored a four last round, but he's 81,000. He's cheap as chips, and having that, you know, the move and move ability um, in your keepers is really handy. I can actually get a bit of a look at Ben McDermott this week, uh, which I don't mind either because uh, I can have a look at him on the bench. Uh, I can play him if, I, if, if I'm not happy with how my... Um, you know, loops and things are traveling as well. I've got options with him in there, and he's a good piece to be able to, um, you know, trade out if I get a loop on the bench that I like, and he's a disposable piece. But, um, you know, I've got him there now as an option. He starts, you know, shit, he's, you know, you just know another one's around the corner. We've got a 21 and a 4, so I bet you that, who are they playing? Against those gains, you just know that one's going to come soon. It probably knowing my luck, I'll bring him this week, and I won't even be able to bring him into my starting lineup or loop him or anything. He'll just sit there and get 150, or um, I'll find a way to just play him. Say my loop doesn't go off, and I, I run the gauntlet with Ben. He'll get out for a first ball golden duck and do nothing in the field score. Zero. He'll go lower than four, knowing my luck. No, I'm actually I'm going to be positive. It's Christmas time, and I'm off to a good start. So let's let's go in and grab a bottomed out Ben McDermott because we just love these X Factor loop looks. I do. Um, I must admit it. So I've got Sam Harper. He's volatile as hell, hell. But I got him on the bench. I want to look at him. Stoin. Oh, I regret ever having him. <laughs> the buddy just landed well enough last week to have Stoin in me start all with him round one. I don't know when I had Stoin. But I had enough there, and I, I went with him, and he looks like a bastard. But he's in there on the bench. got no faith in him. And I went with Paris, who may or may not get picked. I'm sure he will, won't he? He's a good bowler, but he's on the bench as well. Um, three stars, first game up, all on the bench for me. My starting lineup in the keepers is Joe Clark, but he doesn't look any better. He scored a seven. I've got Sam Harper on the bench. I'm looking at him. If Sam Harper goes off like a frog in a sock, I'll probably just go and move Ben McDermott up into the keeper position. I brought him in this week, so I'll update him to Sam Whiteman and Nuffy, um, and I'll take Harper's score. Now, if Harper flops and has a, a brain explosion, I'll go Joe Clark, who's also probably going to go a brain, brain explosion, but at least I get two bites of the cherry. Uh, I've got Matt Short in the starting lineup. Yes, I'm going to hold him. I said so, um, but it's he's there, and I've got the bench loop on, and this is how I'm going to play it. Uh, Will Sutherland's my captain so far this round. I'm tempted to just be a loose unit and go to cock, but I feel like if you're behind the eight ball, you go to cock, and if you're like me and you're in 200th or whatever overall, Safety old chief bet for me. Rogers as well has been reliable old 44, 45, 45. So there's a few options. But, you know, DeCock's the one that could do a Matt score score from last round, you know. And I don't know if I see Sutherland doing that necessarily. So uh, he's my captain at the minute because I've got the VC on the big show, of course. Um, you know, who would, could you go on anyone else in there? I mean, I wouldn't go on Storm. You could go with an X-Factor player like Harper and hope he comes off. But mm, there's no more big office off box office than Maxwell I've got the VC on him but he's down to be bowlers anyway um De Kock, I brought him in much like Munro over the games two games he's gonna warm up surely De Kock, and I just said non-buyers you know uh, skippers beware because he's just an x-factor and Joe Clark but like I said just the way Boobiel Supercoach is always unlucky at times isn't it seems like when it rains it pours you know, you'll go and get to Clark, uh, to Cock and, and skip Clark, but he then Clark will score a ton and, and to Cock will get a golden duck. 
I just know it. Anyway, I've gone to Cock. I've got Fraser McGurk in there as well. I'm happy enough with what I see from him. He's got some X Factor and he's in there. Uh, look, at the moment, I've got um, Cooper Connolly on there. It was only a six last round from Cooper. Uh, not the best, was it? The plan there is obviously to get a look at Stoyness off the bench. Um, if Stoyden goes large, he's going to come on f- uh, field in place of Matt Short. I think if the round is going poorly for me, I'll probably bring McDermott, who was one of my trades, and he's just on the bench with no reserve on him. If I'm chasing my tail for the round, maybe I pick him in the starting lineup and get Connolly back to the bench just to have another X-Factor try at catching up on the round. If I'm sort of plain sailing and doing well in the round, uh, maybe I'll keep Cooper Connolly in the starting lineup, but we'll have to play it by ear. And that's how I look at it. The dangerous player. I mean, look, and, and, and that's just the way. I'll end up playing Connolly if I'm going safe for the round and McDermott will come out and score, you know, 200. You know, so that's the thing. He's better if you can have a look at him on the bench. Um, you know, but I'm I have no faith in Stoyne or Harper, so they're going to be my bench loops. And look, depending on that, if the round's going swimmingly well, you know, I'll make a decision on Connolly versus McDermott. Uh, yeah, it's strange to bring McDermott in, but I like having lots of keepers in my lineup. And he's bottomed down at 80. You just know one's around the corner. You just know it. Uh, Jai Richardson, yeah, they're going into the bye next round. And I had a lot of strikers and, um, and heat players, so I had to move them on. And, and I would probably move on Jai at 200K with an enormous break even. I'm 145. I just can't do it because they're into the bye next round. So he's just going to, I'm going to have him there losing money this round, most likely, um, just to trade him out at a loss next round, but I just cannot do it and have a decent playing uh, lineup. And also, you know, traditionally he's a, a real hell. You know, if he goes and scores his normal fare, 75, it'll still be good for points this week and he won't lose as much money as we thought. Uh, either way, all right, I'm just trying to explain why I haven't sold him and I haven't. He's there because I had to get rid of other people. Ah, Aaron Hardy, what a weapon. Averaging 70. I've had him from the start. I won't be moving him on even though they're in the bile next week. But like I said, I'm happy to have him and Richo as a play for this week. Uh, JB Overton and I are going to hold two strikers. You saw I got rid of three and I got two there. It's going to be him and Short. I've liked what I've seen from Overton. He's, he's in a good role in bat and ball in the team. He's got the nice negative 54 break even. So I'm just not going to move him. I wouldn't trade him because that's crazy time while they're going into a buy. But oh, I reckon you can hold two strikers and still have your week set up with loops and stuff. Um, and I'm going to hold him uh, and Matt Short. Uh, Maxwell, I mentioned him earlier when I was talking about VC, 130K. You've got to have Maxi, haven't you? All the news is good for him being back and ready to play. Get him in. Um, Kane Richardson, like I said, on pedigree, only 20 so far, but he bowls in the right places potentially for it to be better. So I'm going to have him as my sort of cheap one. I've only got 10 grand left, so I couldn't afford, you know, I couldn't have always Sam, Sam, Sam. So here yeah, I've said it publicly now, and that means Sam's will go large and, and Richard will suck ass. Uh, anyway, then I've got Joel Paris, who I brought in last week, and, and my luck means he probably won't get picked. But look, he's a talented bowler, Joel Paris. will look good in his um, first outing as well with them uh, for the 53, and he's he's always been someone I've always had an interest in having in my team. I just didn't want to go Murr, and I didn't want to go uh, Ralph, who looked like rubbish. So I just went with Paris, who I thought if he's fit, he must bowl. Uh, Chaudry I've got on the bench as well, so I'm obviously going to get a look at Paris. If he goes well, he'll come in um, to the starting lineup for Overton, who's there. Um, and if Paris sucks, you know, provided the Chaudry is picked again, I think he should be picked. He looked really good to me. Um, you know, maybe I'll play him if Paris stinks it up. So that's how Ado's looking into this round. Um, look, I've 38 minutes. That's good enough, isn't it?
short turnaround. I've got to go do some Christmas food shopping. But anyway, love you all. Good luck this round. Uh, love you a long time. Tate. Oh, it's four. Oh, 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 oh,